Um, can I have a medium popcorn, no butter, and a small Diet Pepsi? <laughs> Biscuits and Sun-Dried Tomatoes is a bonus episode with your boy, Eddie Collins. Yeah, as in it's Justin Brown. Ooh, sugar booga booga and a wooga wooga wooga. We, uh, we're, before we get to our... <laughs> it's really early, Justin, in California. I'm, I'm, I'm barely awake. Uh-huh. Um, but folks, uh, for this bonus episode, you know, we couldn't, we couldn't let y'all go into the weekend without hearing our thoughts on the new Jordan Peele uh, film, Nope. But before we get to that, Justin, we have some more movie news from a topic we talked about uh, last week um, for the Black Panther 2 trailer reaction. We talked a little bit about DC films. We're like, man, Ezra Miller, that's really fucking everything up. Then we got the news that Batgirl, mm-hmm. which is in post-production, is pretty much wrapped. Like, they, they pretty much locked in the picture. And HBO Max and Discovery uh-huh. are like, nah, we're not going to release that. Not coming now. <laughs> Not coming out, and same with uh, the Scoob uh, sequel. Um, I guess they made uh, a Scooby yep. sequel, and that's not coming out. And apparently HBO Max and Discovery, they're slowly removing uh, stream-specific uh, films from the platform as well. Like, yeah. low-key, low like, they're removing shit. And so it's like, everyone's like, what the fuck is going on? Now, the articles we've read essentially allude that they had a very tight window to essentially... Uh, get tax write-offs on some of these projects that are like middle budget because they really want to focus on theatrical releases that are big budget, i.e. intellectual property that we can make buku money on. So like doubling down on like the DC properties and Batman and shit like that probably. But I guess Batgirl didn't quite fit that because from what I hear, it it looked too cheap to be able to uh, release in the theater, but it was too... It, it wasn't worth putting in the marketing to just get people aware that it's being released on HBO Max, which has to hurt for a creative. It's like, nigga, y'all gave me this budget. <laughs> like, you told me what to work well, with, and I worked and, with and, it. And think if you're, you know, the artist that was in that film, mm. and <laughs> they're just like, yeah, you know, I think that you uh, just spent the last year what, and a half, two six years. months working on that you filmed on location in Scotland. So, you know, you're out of your home, your home country for this thing. Monkey pox is running rampant. Yeah, yeah, we ain't, no one's ever going to see that shit. Well, remember, it's also like. <laughs> Good luck, nigga. It's more than just a few months on set, too. Remember, like, I'm sure Leslie Grace had to train, you know, uh, she, she probably had to put mm-hmm. some muscle for the bad girl role. Um, I know J.K. Simmons was seen, like, photographed, like, working out in the gym and stuff. Like, people put in the work. For this movie and to, just to yeah. to see it drop, you know, and and these and the the two guys that directed Batgirl, they like have heat. They did Bad Boys for Life, which was a huge hit. They did yep. a, a few episodes of Miss Marvel, which was fantastic. Um, I don't know if you saw Miss Marvel, but it's actually really good. 
it actually I haven't started watching it yet. I've, it's between that and Black Panther. I'm like, okay, maybe the MCU starting to make a turn. You know, uh, Miss mm. Marvel's just really charming, dude. That that young girl is like, she's gonna be amazing in the MCU. Yeah, I, I, it, that's actually on my list of things to watch uh, it's quick. next week when my schedule kind of clears up. Yeah, it's I watched it's everything quick. else. Mm-hmm. I've watched, I've watched, I've, I finally watched Atlanta. I've, I've literally yes, <laughs> like yes. everything else that's been on my list except that. Oh man, Atlanta. I can't wait for the final season, but I do wish they had spaced it out a little bit more. But, um, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I was rewatching that episode where, uh, uh, they think that creepy white dude stole, uh, Paperboy's phone. <laughs> He's like fucking oh. with Paperboy the whole episode. He's like, can you call a number for me? And then Paperboy's like, that's my fucking number, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like I'm 32 that episode is so wild oh yeah I mean the whole <laughs> yeah. the whole series is fucking nuts the whole series is batshit crazy but I love it um, but going back to the DC stuff I mean I, we talked about this before in previous episodes with the HBO Max you know same day release in the theaters and on the platform that pissed <laughs> off a lot of creatives Bad and idea. now this is unprecedented, well, pretty much. Like a lot of people, like are like, "What the fuck? The studios never do this. They yeah, must really yeah. be hurting financially." So, no, you know. So, like in our text message group and things like that, we are talking about it. Uh, but I think, honestly, I, I do feel like the whole Ezra, Ezra Miller thing. You know, they're trying to offset some of the costs of that as well with like dropping these other um, uh, properties and things like that. Like it, it just like, for me, it just makes sense. Like outside of that, I don't see what reason that they would do uh, these kinds of things. So I'm fully on board with blame Ezra, blame Ezra. Well, it's also the business model, right? Like uh, the new CEO of Warner, like, cause they merged Warner brothers with Dis- discovery and you know, the new CEO pretty much said, fuck whatever the last dude was doing. Um, and he's all about cost saving. So if, you know, if there were mm. to be consideration for Warner Brothers to be like, all right, let's let's replace Ezra and The Flash, but we need to open up a huge amount of financing to make that happen, that's when you start cutting all this other shit, right? And like we talked about the, the continuity and the order of DC films and projects, and Michael Keaton was supposed to be in Batgirl, and I think he was supposed to be a prominent role in Batgirl, it's like yeah. we either push this two years where it's going to possibly be irrelevant and look even worse because of technology and home entertainment, right? Or we, we shove it. Like it's, it's tough because I get both sides. I get the business side of it, and I get the creative side. But I do lean more towards the creative side because the communication clearly isn't there. Like the directors found out one of them was yeah. getting married this week. They're, they're in, like, I think they're in another location. Like, I think they're in Hawaii or some shit preparing for that dude's wedding and to get the news on the like it's one thing like lord and miller right when they got fired from solo like i'm sure there's plenty of conversations before that were like hey guys we're not really sure what you're going for tonally with this film right and then at the end of the day like yeah. you know kathleen kennedy, exactly at the end of the day kathleen kennedy is like hey this isn't working out whereas with this imagine you're just chilling and you're like man i got this shit on lock we're about to start working on this movie like it's all coming up us and you get a call from your agent or HBO, and they're like, "Hey, so niggas are trying to, uh, you know, save some money. So we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to table that." 
probably gonna call an assistant and be like, put the put the film in your booty hole, put it in a thumb drive. <laughs> Escape. <laughs> Get out of there. There's a guy with a briefcase walking into the uh to the studio to yeah. erase the entire movie because it's all in post production now. Yeah, it's, it's already shot. It's in the can. It sucks though because you they can't even buy it back. They could like they couldn't even buy the rights to the film that they wanted to because of the intellectual property. That's what sucks about yeah, these yeah. films like being shelved like this. Is like they literally the studio has all the the power, so if they don't want to release the shit. They're not going to release it. Yeah. Which it just sucks, you know. It just sucks that you know DC. You know Warner <sighs> Brothers is clearly struggling. I think the worst thing that uh, I don't know if you saw this in the article, Justin, that I sent you. I think the worst thing is. HBO Max, in my opinion, has the best content of all the streamers. I think it has the best yeah, movies. No, I think it has, overall, I think it has the best TV shows, right? The app sucks. Yep, the website sucks. And from what I read is that they're taking more resources from HBO Max to lift up Discovery Plus. And I think that's a terrible, terrible idea. Mm. But um, Discovery Plus is well, where all the unscripted shit is. It's cheaper. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all fucking. I, it, it sucks. You, you know, it, it it is what it is. I I think because we, we're also moving into a new medium, you know, with all the streamer apps. Well, um, where that's become, well, I, I guess you can't necessarily call it a new medium because it's been out for like for the last like three years. It's really been a big thing yeah. outside of Netflix, obviously, um, and you know. Uh, with that, there's going to be some growing pains, and like HBO Max, like like you said, they're doing everything uh, better than a lot of the other sc- uh, streaming apps outside of the website and the actual app because yeah. it goes down all it's the so time, bad. which is absolutely just trying to download shit on your device trying- on your like iPad or something like that or iPhone to just watch like when you're traveling and stuff. It's a fucking nightmare, man. Yeah. Yeah, to to quote the motherfucker from um uh from Taken, good luck. <laughs> that's it. That, that's it. I was trying to wa- I was trying to let uh Axel watch some Sesame Street this morning as I was trying to get some stuff, and the app wouldn't fucking work. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, we're experiencing issues. I'm like, God damn it! Mm-hmm. Give the child Elmo. <laughs> oh, I mean, if you do ever get uh, caught in a bind like that, Amazon Prime has a pretty good Looney Tunes cartoon. Oh, okay. It's with uh, it's with. I know you you just said Sesame Street though, right? Yes. Oh my bad. <laughs> For some reason, I thought Looney Tunes in my head. <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough. Yeah, Sesame nah, Street. I, well, I, I gotta go to I gotta go to Coco Melon on fucking Netflix and want to <laughs> fucking slip my wrists. I just fucking mind them. Yo, I watched um because I was at a family friend's house in Detroit and they were playing that Mickey's uh. Whatever you show Jackson, like when I was like, you know, yeah, took yeah, him to yeah, school. The Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Yeah, yeah. That shit is wild, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Pete's like yes. abusing his dog and shit. <laughs> it's crazy. And the little hey kids. Hey Mickey the Mouse. Look at the little kids come tell me like, yeah, Pete's a meanie. He he doesn't treat his dog right. And he just always cheats. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> that was the whole fucking episode. It was so weird. But, um. Yeah, that uh, that's our DC movie news, and ho- hopefully, folks, you're enjoying our conversations about movie updates and stuff like that. If you want us to keep doing this stuff, we can definitely consider that. Um, maybe putting the, you know, the movie news updates in in front of like the re-release episodes until we get to that 150 Indeed. patriots that we want. One last piece of movie news, though, Justin, I sent this to you as well. 
They are officially remaking Roadhouse. How dare they? With Jake Gyllenhaal. Doug Liman, uh, who directed the first uh, Bourne movie, and I believe Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And then Conor McGregor just got confirmed yeah. for a role in the movie, which he has to be playing the nigga that's, that talks about, I used to fuck guys like you in prison, right? I mean, he ain't going to say it. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't see him saying that, um, saying that line. And I, but I do see him, at, you know, uh, being in that role. Um, I just, I think that Roadhouse lives kind of in a, a time capsule because that was at the time where they were, you know, where movies were a particular way that they can't be anymore. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, and, <I> mean. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that movie wasn't, that movie was insane in so many ways. Oh yeah, dude. I but it was also insane in all the right points. Mm. And and I don't think that they can actually remake that movie and give us that same sort of feel nope. that anybody who saw the originals actually going to feel good about it. And they're also making him like an ex MMA fighter who takes a uh, UFC fighter who yeah. takes a job at a bar. I'm just like, why the fuck if he but yeah. they didn't say he was an ex UFC fighter. They said he's a UFC fighter. Yeah, I was like, okay, so what the fuck is going on with his career? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it sounds terrible. Like I feel bad because Jake Gyllenhaal is a very solid actor, and I think with yeah. the action, like it could be cool. But like you're right, Roadhouse is a specific vibe. It took place at a specific time. These niggas are raw dogging everywhere. <laughs> They're like mm-hmm. getting into all kinds of fights. They're saying all kinds no of no rubber, shit. no doubt. <laughs> it's it's so fucking crazy, but. <laughs> Hey, everybody, that's been Movie Corner with Brandon and Justin. I mean, I'm sorry, Eddie. Eddie and Justin. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And now we are going to jump into our uh, uh, bonus review on Nope. So, Justin, uh, what were your thoughts on Jordan Peele's third feature film? You know what? I'm going to say this. I'm going to start off with this. By watching the trailers, I was just like, okay. I, I didn't know what to really expect from this film. And like, obviously you know, we're leaning towards aliens. Okay. We're leaning towards aliens, but I was just like the alien thing. Like, I don't see how you, you know, do something really new and fresh uh, with that outside of, Oh, you're going to have some freaky kind of alien, yeah. you know, yada, yada, yada. But I was very surprised with the direction that he took here. And just like, the extra the extra layers that were uh, uh within the movie i mean we open up with holy a bloodied chimp on a tv set uh, yeah Ooh, yeah and, and we talk about a kids uh tv set like and then like and the flashbacks of that of that chimp straight up you know amy <laughs> I, I was just like Ugh. Mm-hmm. Jesus, he was Congoing the shit out of motherfuckers. Oh yeah, Gordy's home. He was fucking niggas up. Like that's the thing is uh, on that set. Somebody I, stepped on his lawn and they shouldn't have been there. Well, it's because they popped that damn balloon, which is ironic because the balloons what takes out the alien in the end, right? Like there's all these like, little it, things that he did throughout the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. Like and, a, and well, and even well, I mean, it's like he, he popped that balloon. And well, they the, the balloons popped, which then uh, caused him to go off. That <laughs> then you know that echoes the balloon popping at the end of the film. Also, the you know the 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 pop 
is what took out the uh, the took out the chimp at the beginning of the movie, and then the pop took out, the, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, took out the creature at the end of the movie. Like it's like things like that. The, the way they were echoed was just really cool. Also, the fact is like, you know, so the whole the prime well not the primate behavior, but I guess some animal behavior is when you look it in the eye, it then takes that as an imminent threat. And like that, you know, that goes down to house cats, dogs and and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like that's such a huge thing within the animal kingdom. And then them attributing that to the actual entity that's flying around in the sky and fucking munching up motherfuckers. And like it, it, it was it was just very interesting how he pulled this like, all right, we got motherfuckers is like, yeah, this this is this is a chimp. This is an alien. They are one in the same, in 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 the, in the ethos of, of like how how it you know acts, how it how it motivate its motivations. I mean, just to the fact is like, obviously, as we all know, animals they you know, they piss on things to mark their territory. Like when it was dumping on the house, I'm just like, it's marking its territory by dropping all of its waste down. Mm. It's like little shit like that. I was just like, yo, that's that like that's real fucking like that's that's dope. You know, the, the kind of threads he connects. Well, it also talked a lot about legacy and like the way that black people are treated in Hollywood, you know, like cause OJ and his sister, like they, you know, inherit their father's business where he like would train horses for film sets. And you know, they like talk about how their their grand great 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 grandfather was like the first uh black man uh, first person ever caught on film was a black man on a horse right yeah. and um yeah. you know jordan peele had some fun with that history and stuff like that because he could never fully identify if it was a black man but um the fact that their families had such a long legacy in this industry and they're barely paying bills you know that coupled with um just the way that society tends to exploit you know um like horrific events or like try to tame tame creatures that aren't meant to be controlled right like that's the whole thing with jupe's character right is that he misinterprets the fact that he was like not attacked by gordy which was so creepy when he was under that table hiding and gordy like sees mm-hmm. him and walks and does the fist bump but you're like <laughs> you're like yeah. holy fuck like so he thinks i i have the ability to tame shit like this that's why he yeah. uses the horses to try to use the, you know, to, to bring out the, the spaceship so he could, like, capitalize on that money. But it's like, no, no, nigga, you you going down. Um, <laughs> I wish that Stephen Yoon was in this more. I think that uh, I was really interested in his character. Like, I could have gone a whole fucking movie just about the Gordy incident. Yeah. Because that was so yeah. creepy. Like, when when he's eating, when Gordy's eating that little girl, the the one that Jupe had a crush on, um, on the set. No, you know, no, no. He- Oh yeah, that's right. Because that's he, a little girl. He, he, yeah, and he like eats her face off. And that's much why, like to, to the woman that was like the early two thousands or late nineties mm-hmm. that was attacked by uh, by a chimpanzee and I mean, he like she, ripped her face off, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, she was also fucking that chimp, but uh, <laughs> um, no, 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 no. It uh, her trainer, her trainer, uh, the chimp's trainer uh, was the uh, wasn't a, attacked. It was her friend. Oh, okay. yeah. The, the chimp didn't tra- attack the trainer. The chimp attacked, you know, just an innocent person there. Mm. So, like, yeah, it's fucked up regardless. But 
Yeah, but uh, that was crazy, too. Like, Because in the trailer, you see this woman all fucked up, and you're thinking, that's one of the aliens or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get the context, you're like, oh, that's who that woman is? Because he's like, oh, my co-star, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yikes. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Yo, and they, like, I don't know if you, because I remember seeing that episode of Oprah. Cause, you know, and there's a, a straight ode to that woman mm-hmm. uh, who was attacked by the chimp in real life because she wore a similar thing on Oprah. Oh, wow. Yo, when they, they yeah, it, yeah, you know that? Yeah. It, it's, bro, look up what, you know, what her face really looked like. Mm-hmm. It, like, that, like, they tried to put her, like, to give her a face and, like, just, like, yeah, it, it's, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. It's it's real fucking wild. Chimps are fucking like, vicious, man. Like chimps are not to be played with. Well, actually, let's just say this: the animals, yeah, uh, they ain't to be trifled with. Like, yes, we we have the fucking higher mind, but when it really comes down to it, hand to hand combat, we at we at the bottom of the fucking totem pole, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Them motherfuckers will take us the fuck out. We lucky we developed guns because they because we could not survive in yeah. the 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 real world, you know, with with those fucking monsters out there. They are literal monsters to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we are their fucking weak ass little brother with tuberculosis. We, I don't even. Know. <laughs> it's wild, man. Yeah, I mean, this whole movie was very interesting because it's like a, it's it is a sci fi movie, but it's also like a western. You know, it has a lot of vibes like that. A lot of homages to Jaws, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Um, even, even like Akira, like when Emerald like uh, slides oh, the, oh, the, the, yeah, the, the, the motorcycle yeah. shit. So, you know, Jordan Peele got offered to direct the real life, real live action yeah. Akira and he had to turn it down. So that was, that was yeah. cool seeing him do that. Um, I do think tonally it was a bit inconsistent compared to his previous two mm. movies, but I still liked it. Like, I remember like when I saw it opening night, I was smiling ear to ear the whole time because I'm like, this is Jordan Peele's third film, and he's created a vibe. Like he's created like every, like his movies now are an event, right? Where you're like, yeah. I don't quite know what this is going to be. And you can actually even see that from the marketing. You talked about the trailer, right? Like, so I actually mm-hmm. met an editor of trailers yesterday at Universal, and if you notice, they were like, he was like, with Get Out, we had to really emphasize Blumhouse because they had a track record. Jordan Peele, yeah. it was his first film. So that's why we had the log line and stuff like that. Like, just because you're invited, this meaning you're welcome, you know? Mm-hmm. But then after that, on us, it just says from, from Academy Award winner, writer, director, Jordan Peele. For Nope, it says just from writer, director, Jordan Peele. So he now has the ability to just release films and people are going to go see them, even yeah. if they don't fully know what it's about, which I think is. Yeah incredible especially as a black guy that had a let's be honest a mediocre comedy show at best like you know I mean, that, that's impressive successful. it was successful but like let's be real like we don't really talk too much about jordan key and peel sketches yeah you yeah. know what i mean um so I, I was just like really impressed by that and uh happy for him with that success i think daniel kaluuya again solidified like why he's like the top working one of the best working actors in, in the industry right now, like his reactions yeah. to some of this shit. And he's a pretty quiet, he has a pretty quiet role in this, but it's all about the eyes. But when he yeah. looks up the truck and he sees the, he sees the spaceship, he's like, Nope. They just close it. Yeah. Yep. He's like, Nope. He's like, I'm going to sit right here. I'm going to sit right. The fuck I would have done the same thing. I would have stayed there all as long yep. as I needed to. 
Yep. Until I started. That was just hovering. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it was beyond the fact that it was hovering. It was really playing hide and seek with them, which is fucking wild. Well, it was doing that because it wants. So the spaceship needs you to look at it in order for it to absorb you, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so it's yes. like it's like spectacle, right? If you can, if you can have hmm. the. If you can have the determination to not look at it, because like Kiki Palmer, she's like, you know, she's trying to walk away from it. She's like slapping herself. She's like, don't look, don't look, don't look. Because it is like fascinating. It's a fucking spaceship. So you naturally well, want to look. What, but even beyond that, when that shit turns into the fucking, uh, I don't even know what the fuck you, it, it almost looks like a moth uh, slash a oh, fucking yeah, ribbon wild. dancing in the sky. And and then like you know the eye was fucking changing and changing colors and shit like that. I was just like, what the? That fuck? reminded me of a. Uh, did you see that movie Life with Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It reminded me of that alien thing. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, and I was just like, oh, that would have been dope if this like was looped in on that. Like if this happened to have like a connection to that. But I mean, Jordan yeah. Peele does his own thing, right? Um, but yeah, there, the design of the, the alien uh, vessel, whatever that was, was interesting. Um, I wish we had gotten a little bit more information about that. But it felt like Jordan Peele was kind of like, I'm going to leave it to the interpretation of the audience about certain things, right? Like, like we never fully learned why OJ and Emerald had like, a, sounds like kind of a falling out, but not really. You know, like they just talked about how they had issues in the past. Well, I mean, because she's a fuck off. <laughs> the, the, I, I I think that's really you know she's you know I I would see like like OJ's the one who kind of you know stuck around did whatever mm-hmm. thing he had to do you know he was about you know fucking taking care of the family business and whatnot yeah and she straight up she's like I'm going to Hollywood I'm I, I'm I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that and like she's kind of the prodigal son mm-hmm. they, I guess uh, to put it that way. Um, so, like, I think for OJ and the father, um, what was his? Oh, his name was um, Otis. Yep. Um, like, uh, played by fucking Keith David. Yeah, Fucking yeah. great that Keith great. David. That was great. Um, I felt like, you know, they looked at her as just like, oh, she, 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 she's, 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 uh, she's a family fuck up. She's out mm. there just doing her own fucking thing. I mean, she does fuck up when they have that. They have the job at the beginning of the movie that they oh, end yeah. up getting fired for, uh, from. And here you have, you know, she's over there talking and doing this. She showed up late, and it, you know, so she put everything at risk by her not being on top of her shit. Yeah, I just love though the theme that white people are incredibly impatient and they don't give a fuck about people below that they perceive as below them saying, hey, this thing isn't ready, right? Like, like uh, yeah. the, the white people were told, like, hey, with Gordy, like, be careful around, like, you know, with sound and, and flash photography, blah, blah, blah. Balloon goes off. With uh, the horse, you know, OJ's trying to tell the dude, like, hey, uh, we got to, like, you know, get the horse ready. We can't just jump into it. And the guy's like, no, 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 I, we, we can go now. And it's, like, things like that that end up having dire consequences. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that horse, Macho showing his asshole. There. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> um, but, like, that horse could have killed somebody easily. Oh, yeah. Easily. I mean, you but get kicked it, in the, the face by a horse, you're out, right? At very uh, minimum, you have, like, broken teeth and shit. Oh, yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a, you get kicked in the chest by a horse, it could start, stop your heart. Yeah, bro. 
That motherfucker, they, they, ain't, they ain't playing no games. A horse is extremely powerful. Jesus Christ. I can stop your heart. <laughs> yeah. Bro, you think a horse a horse can literally just kick your fucking heart and be like, no. Heart's just like, nah, uh-uh. I can't take that. You can't take that shit. Imagine you go to the afterlife to like, how'd you go? Like, I got kicked in the chest by a horse. <laughs> like, like, ooh. Oh, what's your ribs like, bitch? <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> but you know, I, I will say, I, I yeah, I kind of laughed throughout the movie uh, when, like, when uh, OJ was on uh, the horse and he's running from uh, you know, you know, the ship, and he's running back. Uh, well, he's just he's just running at this point. Yeah. He didn't know where the fuck he was going. Uh, and all the only thing I could think about. <laughs> It goes OJ on that Bronco all over again. <laughs> that was probably Even intentional, I right? Know a, that had to be that? intentional, right? Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, you don't name uh, you know, a character OJ. Yeah. I mean, when that white woman said, wait, your name is OJ? It's Otis Jr., man. Yeah. <laughs> she was just like, oh. <laughs> you know OJ out here on Twitter making videos? This nigga not even tweet. <laughs> you just make him like, nigga, go on TikTok. Yo. It kills me that he starts every video. Hey, everybody, it's yours truly. I'm like, OJ. (laughs) Nobody wants to hear from you, nigga. But I can't help. I'm just waiting for the one day. I I need to follow OJ. (laughs) I mean, I do, unfortunately. But I will say, I'm just waiting for the day that he gets really fucked up. Like, he gets bombed out of his mind and just starts a... A Twitter live thing, like you know, the spaces. And you say, Hey, everybody, it's yours truly. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't do anything about it. Double jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> be like, <laughs> Who else would it have been? It had to be me. <laughs> I don't give a it's fuck. Like, hey, you know what my favorite show is? Jeopardy. You know what my favorite part of <laughs> Jeopardy is? Double jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, yeah, I did. I did. I did really like Kiki Palmer in the role of Emerald. I think she brought a lot of energy. Um, and you're right. She was a fuck up. That's why she was kind of irresponsible in the way that she tried to do. Like, we're going to capture the alien spaceship in action and stuff. And we'll make all this money. We'll be huge and stuff like that. Because I'm like, yeah, you're not thinking this all the way through. It's an alien. Yeah, and at that it's time we eating didn't know, horses. Well, at the time we didn't know if they were friendly or or, or foe. But, I mean, they were eating the horses, but they hadn't started attacking humans, at least, you know, because even with the dad yeah. getting hit with the debris, that was, I don't want to say an accident, but that was the shit just repelling the junk that I had in it, right? I, 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 or do you think it was intentional? I, I think it was marking its territory. Mm. I think it was marking its territory. And, but, like, it, it really marked its territory after, so after they sent that, you know, horse statue uh, they set the horse statue up uh, towards it uh, with the fucking um, with the I guess the rainbow ribbon attached to it. Yeah, and like it, you know, it can't process that because it's not organic. But I imagine it got stuck in its shit. It was just like yeah. these motherfuckers. And then that's what because if you notice, that's why it ate all those peoples at uh, Juniper's um, uh, claim. Yeah, uh, because I was just like, oh, these motherfuckers are fucking with me. And they're sending me fucking horses. Yeah, they're trying to like, fucking... Yeah, they're trying to kill me. So then, it, so so then it started. To, it wanted to pop off, right? So I think um, 
you know that that's that's the thing where it says like no no, no i'm gonna i'm gonna really really show you uh why i'm um uh what you call it uh i'm gonna really mark my uh, territory i'm gonna show you that like like this all of this shit is mine around here after they did that and that's why it bled all over the house dropped all the shit out stuff like that which i thought the bleeding that scene was actually pretty dope oh yeah yeah there's some cool yeah, scenes really dope I also liked um so with the with the way that they talked about like the area they live in cuz they're like you know they're on the other side of Ju- Jupiter's claim or whatever and you know mm-hmm. he drives by and is like oh you guys should come out to my show whatever the fuck um I I liked that it kind of like had these two different perspectives on like we're you know, they are in the industry and like, you know, Jupe is quietly holding on to his like old glory days because he's got that fucking secret room with all the Gordy shit that's really creepy and weird. And the yeah, fact that yeah. he can, he compartmentalize the trauma in his mind, right? And he, he now just talks about it in like almost fondly when he's like talking about the Chris Kattan sketch. He's like, oh, you guys didn't mm-hmm. see that? Like they told it better than I could have. That was an ode to Mr. Peepers. Yep. Yeah, it was, it was, yep. For the whole thing, I'm like, oh, this is, I see what Jordan's doing here. Like, it's a little on the nose compared to his past two movies, but I mm-hmm. still was like, I like what he's doing here. This is something different. This is not at all what I expected. Um, someone on our Patreon posted about, like, they weren't quite sure about the shoe um, in the, I guess, the in the broom of, yeah. like, all the displays and stuff. But, like, that's, like, the first shot at the, of the movie where we see that shoe because the girl's foot so- sticking out. So, uh, actually, no. So, so yes and no, because it, it, there was the first shot of, of that shoe that was sticking up, but then there was a shoe that was off that was standing up oh, yeah, yeah. just yeah. on the yeah, back. That's the one that was on the so now the thing is, in my mind, is like, was that shoe, was, did that shoe thing really happen? Was that shoe standing up or was that him like dealing with this traumatic event that was happening around him at that time? Mm. And he's and so he was just fixated on that shoe. That's the thing that stood out to him. Okay. So his mind in his mind, that's all he saw. Mm. So he saw that shoe standing there, uh, standing up or was or was that shoe somehow just, you know, weirdly standing up uh, the way that it was. Now, uh, mind you, at the same time, because of the tablecloth being down as far mm. as it was. And on top of him staring at that shoe, those are the things that saved his life. Mm. Yeah. You know, because um, Gordy actually couldn't see him look at, couldn't see his eyes as he walked over. And then also he wasn't uh, staring directly at Gordy. Yeah. He was staring at the shoe. Yep. Fair point. So like, like I, I think that part is kind of interesting to me. Is just like, was the shoe a real? Was it the standing shoe on its own a real thing, mm. or was that kind of the you know kind of like something that he conjured that he up? focused up? He focused on to try yeah. to distract. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah, and and for and for him, him personally is like okay, this that's that's all I saw because at the beginning, I don't know if that shoe uh, standing on its own was visible in the background. I saw it. I saw it, but I also saw this in IMAX. So I, I saw oh, okay. it on a pretty big screen. Um, oh, I want to give a shout out to that kid that played Baby uh, um, Baby Jupe. Like I thought, like he had yeah. very little lines, but I, I was terrified for that kid. Like oh, I really, yeah, yeah. I really, again, I could have done a whole fucking. Because imagine being on that set. Like 
I'm under the impression that Gordy like killed a few more people. He wasn't just like attacking the little girl that he bit her face off. Like he attacked other people, and that well, he, well, he, well, he killed the dad. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he killed the mother. <laughs> it's not fun. I mean, it's so the, fucked up. The, but, but the fact but, that people like think the guy who played the bro, the guy who played the father, he was upstairs, and he why would you come down? There? Stay where you at? Because niggas always trying to be heroes. Because they're probably thinking, oh, it's a chimp, it's a chimpanzee. How bad could it hurt me? That shit could rip off your dick in two seconds, bro. And that's what they do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They they rip, they go and they grab your dick, your dick, and you rip that shit off. Yeah, which is terrifying. Yep. Now I do want to note that I feel like Jordan Peele's career is taking a M Night Shyamalan kind of trajectory. Um, you know, it's. It's very interesting that his third films are like uh, alien film, and there's a lot of similarities in like tone. I would say in parts yeah. with signs with this film. Um, I don't know if that was intentional because I know he cited like Steven Spielberg and a bunch of other acclaimed directors instead of M Night. But even in Signs, I think there was a like a fake out prank where like Joaquin Phoenix thinks that he sees the alien, but it's actually a prank of like these kids. Because that's what happens to yeah. uh, OJ, right? With the creepy alien faces. That was a brilliant Hilarious scene, though. Scene. That was a brilliant scene because of the way they choreographed it, it was so creepy. They're just slowly creeping yeah. up on him and like popping through. I'm like, mm -mm. Who designed that? Who designed that mask? But, but, but notice that those, uh, that the aliens had the aliens' heads on monkey bodies. Mm, I mean, it, they were from Jupiter, uh, Jupe's place, right? Yes. Yeah, so that's, that's how he designed wild. those aliens. Uh, like, like that's so like yeah. it's just very weird because like, but he he's still stuck in the past. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like it's very interesting. I guess my question for that is then then has Jupe seen the spaceship longer than OJ has? Yes. So he's, he's been aware of it for a while, six months. Well, I mean, actually, yes, he's been aware about it for a while because he was actually that's why he was buying the horses because he was yeah, feeding from the horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but and then like that's why when OJ was just like, yeah, you know, trying to buy these horses back, he's just like, yeah, yeah, the <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was interesting. He's like, I want to buy these horses. Like, can I? I want to talk about getting them back. And he just starts shuffling his seat like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. His white wife is like. We ain't gonna sell them back. <laughs> they gonna be dead. <laughs> we have to get this nigga a new horse. I mean, uh, seeing the inside of the spaceship that that was very um it it was weird because it felt like a Dennis Villeneuve shot almost like from Arrival yeah. and Dune. I was like, oh, like, Jordan Peele's doing. He's shouting out a bunch of filmmakers with this shit. Yeah, like like you know you saw like the water running like after it absorbs people and like it's kind of like sucking. Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh, this is a cool way to demonstrate that, like the the danger, without actually showing us the aliens directly. Like, well, well, and then just the fact is, it was just like, you know, when when they when the people went inside of it, it almost like it looked this flowy fabric and mm. shit like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, I, I guess I guess that's the point where we realize that it's not an actual alien as much as is like that the the ship is a is a thing of its own it's like but entity, little yeah. did we know that like like that the, that flowy that flowy thing that you know as they were going inside we were going to see that eventually mm. but also how the ship is like sh could shape shift and things like that yep. hiding in a cloud is like 
it was just like that, was that is like pure predator activity like it was just really cool yeah. like a lot of homework was put in that. i love how the, the videographer was like that cloud ain't moving 20 minutes <laughs> it's like, also yeah. that guy's voice is awesome he should do all like the yeah. villain voices any kind of dc comic anything uh, I forgot he he was in he was in something. Michael uh, Wincott. Can't. Yeah, he was. I forgot he, he was, was in, he was in uh, something. He was in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Strange Days, Alien Resurrection, uh, Twenty Four. He's been in a few things. Yeah, born on the Fourth of and July, he's, and he's typically been a villain. <laughs> yeah, I mean mostly. Yeah, this one was interesting because he wasn't a villain. He was a, uh, you know, he was hired by. Um, OJ and Emerald to try to film the spaceship because they try to get that kid, um, the Spanish kid, to install that shit. And then the first night it gets blocked, the, the cameras get blocked by what? Like a, it's like a grasshopper. And then the ship moves so fast that they couldn't. Now, yeah, speaking of the grasshopper, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I feel like somehow the ship was able to manipulate animals around it. Because that mm. grasshopper going on there, once the ship was gone, the grasshopper, you know, got the fuck up out of there. That's a good point. Also, and the horses the freaked ship, out. The horses freaked exactly. out. Exactly. Mm, it is almost point. like it was almost like the ship was calling to them or something like yeah. that, which made them run towards him and then, you know, scoop him up. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Real quick, because I know we have to start wrapping this up. Um, fuck. I had a, oh, uh, they call the the ship. They call it a Jean Jacket, right? Yeah. So that was because of the horse that Emerald was supposed to get, but then they ended up uh, OJ ended up uh, training the horse, right? Yeah, because last minute they needed the horse for a scene, and I guess the father's just like, I ain't got time to be showing her, yeah, you know, whatever. It's supposed to be for her ninth birthday, so he actually had him uh, help him do it, and that yeah. was uh, for uh, Scorpion King. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it's so funny because I um I saw this again at Alamo, and um they had trailers for Scorpion King, and I remember mm-hmm. being like, oh yeah, that is <laughs> like they had the jacket and everything for the set and shit. That was hilarious. Uh, so uh, my, and then they, they I, said I, they ended up going I, with camels, right? They didn't even use the horses. Yeah, <laughs> but is it, I I I believe that there's a reference to the Rock. In like in his last movie as well, mm. in, in us, and I think I'm, I'm not sure if there's one in um in uh, Get Out, but like yeah, there's a reference to The Rock somewhere in us as well, or Dwayne the Rock, Dwayne uh, the Rock Johnson. Mm. Okay, I mean, so maybe, it's like you know, it, uh, maybe it's just a weird thing. That, maybe he's trying to coax him out of his shell. It was like we need yeah. you, baby, <laughs> we need you. <laughs> I do also want to shout out Hoyt von. Uh, Hoytema, who was the cinematographer, I thought this looked amazing. Oh, it did. It looked really, really good. Um, like even like when the the guy from TMZ comes and like he gets swooped up and shit, I was just like, oh yeah, this is fun. <laughs> like this is this. Um, well, I, you know, I also think that like uh, it's the movie. You know, like yes, you know, uh, it's about just like uh, you know black people, but I also think it's. It's just about exploitation mm-hmm. as a whole Absolutely. of like people, uh, the media, uh, animals. I, I think that's a big uh, thing of it uh, because like, like when that guy showed up, I'm just like, oh, this nigga's gonna get bad. 
<laughs> oh, the TMZ and, dude and with like, the, the, the weird-ass helmet? Yeah. How do you know they have that, that reflection thing? What do you mean? He had a reflective helmet. You look like the nigga from Dad Punk. You know what I mean? Like, it, So it was reflecting the alien back to itself? How did he know to have that kind of helmet? Uh, I don't think he knew to have that kind of helmet. I, I think he just oh. had a helmet. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because it was I, like, I, I, yeah. you know, reflective. So I was like, oh, like, he prepared. I mean, because you... We also got to realize that this uh, this entire thing is happening just 40 miles outside of L.A. Mm, yeah. So, you know, with that being said, you're going to have some of the L.A. just like people, yeah. <laughs> you know, floating through doing L.A. things. Yeah. If it's mad smart for them to put the, like the weird uh, wiggly things that you see at the, the auto yeah. sale places, just because <laughs> like it was like, oh, like that's what allows them to know where it's at. And when it's coming, yeah. like, because at first you've seen the trade, like, what the fuck is this about? And now you're like, ah, okay, because it shuts or down even, the technology whenever it's around. Yeah, yeah. There's this electromagnetic field then uh, uh, basically blocks out all energy. I do have to say, I, I, uh, I really, I really smile when um, Antlers, the cinematographer, comes to the the farm, and then Kiki Palmer's like, "Didn't I tell you this nigga was gonna bring a camera that don't need electricity?" And she's like, "Let's go." <laughs> <laughs> that was so fucking cranking that shit. Yeah, that was so funny. They were like, "I told yeah, you he was gonna do yeah, this." Shit. Yeah, I mean, that nigga was cranking to the very end. He was just like, I need to replace the film. I was like, nigga, your arm is going to fall off. Like, you can't. So, all right, before he got taken up, he said something uh, to, it's like, well, they call it the Oprah shot. He called it the impossible shot. Mm -hmm. Uh, He said something uh, to Rum of, like, they don't deserve uh, uh, this uh, impossible shot or something like that. And then that's when he went, and he started doing, uh, he, he started, uh, basically, he sacrificed himself, this, I guess, to see the inside. Yep. Yeah, the, the, the inside of it. Um, the one thing I th- you know, I, I kept thinking about is, like, was he saying that, because I, I, I've seen some places where it was interpreted as, like, they don't deserve to get the impossible shot, as in, like, the people I'm working with don't mm. deserve to get the impossible shot, yeah. which I, I didn't take it like that. I think it was almost just like, like the world doesn't necessarily, deserve they're not responsible this. enough for that. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. I mean, uh, she does get the uh, shot with the fucking camera, the, at the fair, she doesn't yeah. get the shot of the inside of it before it explodes because of the balloon, which I didn't quite well, get, I, but. Well, in the, well, I mean, you know, you, you, the thing is eating that thing and then like how much pressure is inside of that mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. uh think of like um you know like like yeah the, the hulk is uh you know you can't really kill the hulk right yeah. but if for some somehow ant-man got inside of him and then made himself huge bye-bye hulk yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying so like I think that's kind of uh, uh, what it was. It was just the fact is that like it's inside of it, yeah. and then that thing exploded, which then explodes. You know the pressure, air, and everything just you know blew it up. Yep. I have a few quick trivia points to make before we talk about our Patriot thoughts and rate this bad boy. So this had a budget of sixty-eight million dollars, which is pretty good for all the visual effects and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, on Stephen Yoon's uh, character's desk. 
there's a pair of metal scissors, which are the same scissors prominently featured in Jordan Peele's previous film, Us. Um, I stand corrected. Jordan Peele did cite signs and uh, the fantasy film Wizard of Oz as uh, some of the influences on the film. He considers these movies uh, examples of addiction to spectacle, which is a major theme in the film that you pointed out. Um, he said he wrote the, screen, the script at a time when we were a little bit worried about the future of cinema. So the first thing I knew I wanted to create was a spectacle. I wanted to create something that the audiences would come to see. And he, he definitely did that. Um, Jesse Plemons, who we both like, was initially offered a role. I'm pretty sure it was the jupe role, if I, if I were a betting person, just given like mm-hmm. the kind of heat he has now. But he turned it down mm-hmm. to do that Martin Scorsese film, Killers of the Flower Moon. Which, which I get. I mean, he's just. I think he's the lead in that movie, and he also gets to star with Leo and Robert De Niro, and work with Scorsese. Yeah. So you're not yeah. gonna turn that down, you know. Like, as much as you like Jordan Peele, because um, at least Jordan, you know, is young enough where you're like, oh, he's gonna have more movies. Martin yeah, Scorsese, yeah, like, I don't know how much longer he can keep going, nigga. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, we don't come around to this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, um, Oh, uh, after Gordy exits his rampage, he signs the young Ricky, What Happened Family, which is very haunting. Um, Wait, what happened? Say it again? Like he, when uh, Gordy exits his rampage, he signs the young uh, Jupe, What Happened Family. So like, it's like he blacked mm-hmm. out. He didn't realize what he had done. Yeah. And then he got shot in the head. <laughs> that was crazy. I mean, I, I, I figured they were going to kill the monkey, but I didn't think we were going to see the monkey get killed. And I was like, oh. Yeah, it's a chimp. Mm-hmm. It's a chimp. What's the difference? What's the difference? It, it, they're just like two family, two, two separate families. Uh, it, okay. I think I think the chimp is closer, uh, is, is like in the ape family, and the monkey is just yeah. a different thing. But I mean, I, I just went to the zoo uh, <laughs> when I was in Finland. So <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, an analysis published by Variety said um, that the significance of the deadly chimpanzee attack was meant to show that you can't tame a predator, and mankind will risk everything for spectacle. Jupe exploited the Gordy's home massacre for profit and similarly thought he could tame the, the creature for a show business opportunity. Jupe's survival of the chimpanzee attack gave him the mistaken impression he could tame an alpha predator who are often unpredictable. Mm. All right. Oh, to, uh, uh, so uh, also, uh, before we go, uh, we have Fry's Electronics, which was actually in this film, and that Fry's Electronics actually existed, and each of uh, Fry's Electronics actually had uh, its own theme. And it just coincidentally enough that Fry's Electronics, which was in, featured in this film, yeah. which they just closed down in 2000, I think 21, yeah. they actually had a UFO um, uh, theme. So they ended mm. up using that one for this film, which I thought was really cool. But I think the last thing that we need to talk about is so uh, after um, the creature uh, exploded and she got that, you know, the impossible shot or the Oprah shot, as she calls it. Um, uh, she looked. She looked over, and she sees a sign that says uh, "Out Yonder," and yeah. there's OJ st- uh, standing there on his on his horse. But it's kind of. It almost looks like he's he's a little bit. He's kind of you know in the mist because there's a lot yeah. of you know dust and things like that kicking up. And I think a lot of people are wondering. Oh, so is OJ alive or is he dead? He's alive. My opinion. I think he's dead. He's alive. Think- uh, they they. Yeah, they they confirm that. Like, cause Jordan Peele doesn't oh, like to kill. They? Jordan Peele doesn't like to kill his main characters. Like, he that's become like a new thing. Yeah, OJ's alive. Oh, okay. I didn't think he was gonna live, but then when I saw him, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, he's still alive. So then, all right. So then, what's the so so the, uh, so for me, the question is, why didn't the creature uh, t- uh, then take OJ? 
because so in my in my impression then I think that OJ actually tamed the creature. And Probably. the te- and the creature looked at OJ was just like, "All right, you did it. Mm-hmm. You you got me." Right? It showed everything it it, it, it was and he couldn't get him and OJ's yeah. and the creature's just like Okay. It makes sense. I mean, if you think about OJ, like, as much as, like, the thing was chasing after him, like, his sister was the one getting thrown around. He was kind of, he was able to evade it. So I think you're right that he was able to symbolically tame the alien before employing yeah. stuff. So, 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 and then, you know, the creature then went after, or, or what, I'm sorry, what they call him? Um, uh, Jean Jeans Jacket. Jean Jacket, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jean Jacket 2, technically. But so Jean Jacket 2. Uh, go, then goes after her, and then you know, obviously she gets him the way that she gets him. But like, it, 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 it's a it's a very interesting film. It's a very interesting film. Lots of great talking uh, points uh, in here, and you know, you can really just spend a lot of time sitting around just breaking the shit down. And I, yep. I think that's what kind of makes film, um, you know, as a viewer, it makes a film fun, and it, and it makes it, it, you know, and it create the spectacle. Uh, but like, and this one gives you all of that. Definitely. And, uh, you know, our patrons also agree that this, uh, this had a lot to offer. Um, yo, Leo wrote sheesh. I love this movie. I had so many theories of what this movie would be and they were all wrong. The art of keeping the viewers in the dark while releasing trailers is really a lost one. I still think about this movie and I watched it on release day. Steven Yeun really killed his performance. Jupe is such a fascinating character. I agree. I found a lot of bias from Joe Hill's uh, anthology Strange Weather. It's got to be an XL, right? Jordan Peele is the most important creator in horror right now. Well, he came down to earth and he laid in the tree. I said, Mr. Purple People Eater, don't eat me. I heard him say in a voice so gruff, I want to eat you because you're so tough. Mm. Sean C. wrote, is no good? Nope. Which is, okay. And then Cleo Banks wrote, I'm still confused about the shoe, but overall, I enjoyed it. And remember, folks, if you sign up for Patreon, you are guaranteed to have your thoughts, many reviews of future films that we're going to talk about right on that episode. So be be sure to go over to patreon.com slash media popcorn. Support the show. It really does help. You know, even the $2 tiers, that helps. You know, give a little mm-hmm. something. But Justin, break down our rating system, baby. Guys, we don't call me baby. <laughs> Guys, we rate movies, bags of popcorn, small, medium, large, and the mm-hmm. XL for the exceptional. If a film doesn't deserve any popcorn, we throw it into the dog shit pile. We pile piles and piles of dog shit on top of it. So, Brandon, we sat down and we watched the 2022 film. Nope. Of course, this is a Jordan Peele uh, joint starring uh, Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, Stephen Yen, uh, Michael Wilcock, uh, Brandon uh, Priera, uh, Ren Schmidt, Barbie Fier- Friera and Keith David. What say you, sir? Yeah, this gets a large. Um, I will say I thought Angel's character was a bit annoying. Um, that's the only thing. Like, I know Brendan Para or whatever his name is, like he's blowing up right now because of this movie, but I thought he was just fine. I thought Kiki Palmer and Daniel Kaluuya, they fucking brought their A game. Um, I think it's a great breakout role for Kiki Palmer, especially after that terrible, terrible movie that came out earlier this year, Alice, which is like a, it's like a mixture between uh, that, antebellum movie and it's and some other shit it's not good it's it's so bad i'm so glad she rebounded with this steven yoon i think he he's got a very very promising career after minari and i mean he was already killing it before that but he's really starting to get in mainstream films which is awesome the cinematography like i said was fantastic i think jordan peele's a storyteller it's very innovative i can't wait to see what he does next it's just um 
there were some inconsistencies and kind of like question marks I had afterwards, but it wasn't enough to hamper my rating. So, Justin, what's your rating? I'm also going to give it a large. Um, while like I enjoyed, I enjoyed everything uh, that that I saw for the most part, and like you know, I love the dialogues of you know, of, like okay, what does this mean and stuff like that. You know, it's just like bro. After I watched this, I watched this on Sunday, and I sat in my car for about close to two hours, just like reading shit about this film. I got into a random conversation, that, you know at the theater with some guys about this, you know, on the way out who were actually talking through in the film. So I'm surprised I didn't actually punch them in the face, but they weren't too disruptive. Um, so like, <laughs> yeah. you know, a, a film, when a film does that, I think it's, it, it's doing all the right things. Uh, but at the same time, you know, tell you the truth, guys, I kind of, I'm a little bit shaky on Kiki Palmer. Uh, not necessarily in this role, but, um, yeah, some of the things I, I've seen out of her, and like one of the things I, I was a little bit worried about this film because I'm just like, ah, that character's a little coony. But um, for the most part, hey man, I'm just, this is my truth. Uh, for Your the truth most is part, broken, bro. You, what's that? I can't believe you said she's coony. Br- you, Justin, Justin, Brandon, the niggas watch twenty four percent. Niggas, go on YouTube and watch this video called Twenty Four Percent by Grits Comedy. You want to see Cooney at its finest. Yeah, <laughs> Justice over here just yeah. cooning it up like, in the streets of Yeah, but you know what? I don't have millions upon millions of fucking dollars, bro. <laughs> like sometimes, sometimes I watch her. I'm just kind of just like, it, it's like it, it, it's. I don't know. I think she sometimes plays, plays a little stereotypical, but like I, I did enjoy her in uh, in this role. In in the trailers, I was just like, oh boy, here she goes. But then, like seeing the full movie, I understood her character far mm. more, which I didn't think. You know, my initial thought was I felt it was wrong. Uh, but either way, I'm, I'm gonna give it a large. That's what I got. All right, there you go, folks. This is our note bonus review. You can follow me at American Collins, AmericanCollins.com. You can follow the show at Medium P Podcast on all social media platforms, MediumPopcorn.com for all your uh, podcast needs. But again, sign up for Patreon.com slash MediumPopcorn to get some extra bonus content every fucking week, depending on what tier you sign up for. And then, Justin, what are some other ways that people can support the show as well as follow you on social media? Well, first of all, you can follow me at Jay Brown did it on Twitter and Instagram, but we have Patreon, guys. Patreon.com slash medium popcorn. We got $2, $5, $10, $15 packages where you have so, so much content, whether it be the rant, what am I watching, the Zoom uh, party nights. Uh, we also have the bonus episodes, which, like Brandon said, depending on what tier you're in, could be weekly. There's so much content on there, and that's not even including our entire backlog actually goes to Patreon. So if you're missing an episode, which is known as uh, you know your normal podcast, cast streamers it is on patreon and uh if you're feeling extra froggy take yourself on down to tpublic.com slash medium popcorn grab yourself some merch because we got merch up in this bitch that's right slap it down put it around open up your face and open up your wallets all right folks we enjoyed this uh episode and let a tweet at us let us know what your thoughts were on this film indeed Uh, toodles peepees Popcorn, we are two niggas spoiling movies. Yeah, 
mullet in your face. That's your warning. Uh. So if you get pisses or you're fun.